Hey ladies, welcome to Boss Ladies Connect. I am so excited that you're joining us on this podcast where we encourage women and inspire them to fully walk in everything that they've been called to do. We believe that each person has been created with a specific purpose and it is up to us to walk in it, to discover what it is and to allow it to fully manifest in our lives. And so each week we have conversations that allow us to evolve and grow and to fully understand and embrace the purpose call on our lives. And so ladies, without further ado, let us get started. Hey sis, guess what? We are doing it again. Yes, it is our first conference of 2021 entitled Becoming You. This is a virtual Women of Faith Empowerment Conference. Y'all, I absolutely believe that your best is yet to come and that we are called to live our absolute best lives. This event is gonna take place on May the 14th and the 15th. It is virtual, so you can join us from anywhere. And did I say that it was free? Yes, ma'am, it is free, it is free. And so come join us as we confidently and courageously learn to live our best lives. We have so many speakers this year. It is just mind blowing to me. I'm so amazed by the outpour of women who want to pour into the lives of each other. Oh my goodness. I I can't even really name them all right now, but look, go check out the website to see who's on the lineup. Um, The website is www.tishatalks.org forward slash events. Y'all, I'm so excited about this. I know we've had a rough 2020 and some of our 2021 has been rocky as well. But look, I know that we've been called to do more than just survive. We have absolutely been called to thrive. And so let's do it, ladies. Let's do it. Let's spring into our next. Hey guys, I'm so excited about our next guest. Her name is Christian Moon, and she is a certified life coach that specializes in coaching moms who want to seek balance between motherhood and their personal life. She is also the founder of Ambitious with a Purpose, an initiative created to assist mothers with accomplishing their goals while still being wonderful moms. The Ambitious Mom Coach is on a mission to bring a new light to motherhood and balance. She is determined to bring a new-founded perspective on motherhood and womanhood. Y'all, I just had to have Christian on because as a mother of five, I completely understand how your womanhood can get lost in your motherhood. And it's we don't have to live a life that way. So I'm excited to welcome Christian Moon to Boss Ladies Connect. To our new listeners, hey, sis. To our OBs, girl, we about to get into this episode. Before we get started, I just want to give you a quick word about a challenge that we have coming up, and then we'll hop right into this week's conversation. So guys, before we continue on, I have to share with you about this month's challenge. We are doing a challenge for the month of April called Girl, Go Get It. It is all about us moving from the space of knowing the things that we need to do, knowing those God dreams, those God goals that have been placed 
in our heart and actually doing them. Y'all, there is a big difference between knowing that you should do something or having an idea and actually implementing it. And so we have gotten together with other women who are encouraging each other as we are on our journey. We are listing four goals that we absolutely want to achieve this month. And can I tell you that these ladies are doing the thing. And so I'd love for you to be a part of the challenge. Uh, We meet Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays on Clubhouse, where we actually have conversations, encourage, and build each other up. And then we also have a private Instagram, Facebook chat, where we meet on the days that we're not on Clubhouse. And we talk and we encourage and we lift each other up as we're doing the challenge. And so every week there's a new focus. We are killing it out here. And I absolutely believe that this is the season um, of spring where we are going to be springing into our next. And so if you'd like to be a part of the challenge, click the link in my um, show notes, which will allow you to sign up for this free challenge. See you in the chats. Hey, boss ladies, welcome to this week's episode. I am so excited to have our guest today, Christian Moon, also affectionately known as the Ambitious Mom Coach. Y'all, I am so excited to have her on the show because we're going to be talking about some things that Um, I know that me personally, I want to kind of get a better grip on. And so I'm really, really excited to hear all that she has to share about this topic. Help me welcome Christian Moon. How are you, Christian? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I am. I am excited about this conversation. I'm ready to, to dive in. I have plenty of questions, but before we do that, Can you just um, tell those who may not know you a little bit about who you are and how about giving us a fun fact? And so when I say fun fact, I mean something that they wouldn't know just by looking at your Instagram. They wouldn't Uh know just by stalking your Facebook, but something (laughs) fun. I've been finding out some interesting things about my guests. Okay. (laughs) Well, first of all, thank you so, so much for having me be a part of this amazing platform that you have. And um, yeah, my name is Christian and I am a mom coach for moms, but I do something a little different. I more so help moms who are trying to create an identity outside of motherhood. So just helping them, um, whether it's getting to certain goals they want, um, implement a little bit of self-care, getting rid of mom guilt. Those are just a few of the things that we work on together. Just helping women understand that even though they're mothers, they still can have a life outside of motherhood. So for me, fun facts, one thing that um, really surprises people is um, I feel like I'm a girly girl or girly woman, however you want to say it. But I'm also, I also um, am like a nature person. So I fish a lot. I love uh, hiking volcanoes and mountains. Ah, I love the nature. Um, If I ever go out of town or anything, I have to have either a beachfront or a a mountain view, something like that. Like I love mountains and fishing and that type of stuff, lakes and all of that. Oh, that is, that's cool. (laughs) That's cool. I'm not, so I like looking at those things, Uh but like when it comes time to like take hikes (laughs) and like (laughs) climb up stuff, I'm like, can we drive? Can someone? So do you like actually like being yes. a part of it? The you could do that yeah, volcanoes I, uh, too, right? I hiked the volcano actually uh, maybe like two years ago now in Hawaii. It used to be active. 
and um, we went through like caves and everything. The volcano was called uh, Diamond Head. It's huge. And it probably took us like maybe an hour to get up there and go through these small, tiny cave caves. Um, but when we got up there, like the view was so amazing. But it was it was a tough experience because um, there were even times where some people had to get airlifted down because like they were like passing out going up this volcano. Yeah, <laughs> so I was so proud. I was so proud to have made it. But yeah, so I, I love it. I love the lake. I, I just I really love nature. I love fishing. I love fishing. I've been fishing since I was a little girl. And it always shocks people when I say that. I'm like, yeah, I fish. <laughs> you know what? It seems like it would. I've been fishing and, and been catching <laughs> and then I'm out there like this. This is what we're yeah. doing. We just, <laughs> But you know, it it like makes sense when I was going through your mm -hmm. your book that we're gonna talk about. Um, it's a lot of quiet times yeah. of reflection. And so to be yes. fishing and hours just sitting there, I can see. I can yeah, see it, it definitely that. teaches you patience because you can go hours without catching anything. And a lot of people get frustrated by that. So especially first timers um that don't normally fish they get frustrated by that. Like little kids, like for my children, I'd take them to spots where I know like the fish are just biting right away, like little small fish. But like me, I don't mind going like downtown to where it takes a little time because I feel like it, it teaches me how to be patient too. And I've been doing it for so long and it's a lot of quiet time for me to just like reflect and being like the, the sound of the, the lake and everything. Like, I love it. I'm telling you. <laughs> you know what? It's like, my, 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 like my spirit is calling to it. My mind, yeah. is like, no. but, my, but my spirit is like, it's about stillness, yes. like being able to be still yeah. and, and how we need yes. that. And, and we need to like, we need to be okay in the stillness, yeah. like sitting in it. And, and I just, it's been like over, I would say the past three months or so I've been trying to do that. And every time I'm amazed at how challenging yes. It is just to be still. Yeah. So yeah, that is a skill. See, <laughs> that's why I like to ask you questions. I, I did a podcast. Um, I don't know when it's going to mm -hmm. air, but I did it a couple of days ago. And I found out the person had an identical twin. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was so cool. I was like, all right, this is going to be a part of the yeah. <laughs> fun fact. So I am, I'm, I'm super excited and to, to dive into the conversation about your book. Okay. Your book is called Ambitious with Purpose. It's actually a guided journal yeah. for those who may be viewing this via video. You get to see a picture of the journal, uh, but I keep saying book because like, yeah, it has <laughs> thickness, y'all. Yeah. It is. I'm not going to say how many, almost like 140 pages just about, mm -hmm. um, but it's, it's, it's really good. I was looking through it um, a couple of days ago and I really wanted to talk to you about the whole concept. Like where, where did it come from? Okay. Um, why did you decide to create the journal? Okay. So um, writing has always been a part of my life. Like I've always loved writing I probably should have went into that field, but um, I ended up going into the criminal justice because I was trying to fulfill like my mom's dream because my mom always wanted to be a lawyer. Kim, but we I, have to go into it. That's a whole <laughs> right, right. Like yes, I understand. <laughs> so, um, but my first passion has always been writing all the time, 
And I will always journal when I was younger, like I had the password journal <laughs> when I was younger. I always had a diary. Like I really like just being able to like express my feelings, especially when I became a teenager, because you know, when we're going through that teenage phase, we think we know everything. We don't want to listen to our parents. And that was like my outlet to, you know, just talk about the things I wanted to talk about and actually like feel relief from just putting it onto paper. So I've always been a big fan of that. Now, once I got older, I started getting into guided journals to where I was uh, doing guided journals for like goal setting and stuff like that. And it always worked really good because it was asking me questions that like required me to think about it and like really implement things as opposed to just journaling and just free writing. So once I um, opened up my coaching business, I saw that a lot of women were struggling with, um, you know, trying to have an identity outside of motherhood. And I was doing coaching sessions and stuff. And one thing that they were wondering about were things like um, self-care or like support systems. It just was like a whole, a lot of different topics that I felt like I would be able to touch on in this journal. And it can act as like a coaching tool for some people that may not be able to afford coaching or for some people that moms don't, that don't have the time, but actually do journal, but are just doing like free writing as opposed to, in my journal, we're talking about what are you doing for self-care? Self How are you rewarding yourself? Um, what are you doing as far as like uh, for self-reflection and stuff like that? So it's really requiring them to think. And I just felt like, especially for moms that it may not be affordable for like coaching sessions, I just felt like that would be like a good tool and like a good start. Can I tell you that <clears throat> I'm definitely a journaler. I've been journaling <laughs> since like forever, right? Since I, since I could write sit down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Forever. But what I like about your journal or what I have found mm -hmm. um, just even in journaling, like you said, there's a difference between the free writing mm -hmm. and the guided journaling because um, one of the things I like about your journal is it, it, it like asks the tough questions. Yeah. And maybe it's tough to me. It sounds no, they're tough. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, what was your struggle today? Yeah. like, we don't think about that like we we have stuff happen and we don't think about like well we write about it because mm -hmm. you know we're gonna write about whatever's bothering us right but we don't necessarily see like what was the struggle and then the next step is like well why was that a struggle and like right. how can you like really breaking things down and that's why yeah. this thing is a hundred and something pages because yeah <laughs> it really it really helps you like go beyond go beyond the, the free writing. Yeah. And it's a, it's, it's very interesting as you're saying that to, because I'm like, I always say, I'm, I got like 25 journals, child, yep. <laughs> telling my story, you know what I'm saying? It's just saying how I think or whatever, but really, what are you doing with that? And exactly. I like the, um, the self-reflection pieces. Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about like what self-reflection does? For, okay. Yeah. A person. So I, Actually, self-reflection, that probably was like, I love it all, but I feel like that may have been my best section because I am very big on self-reflection just in general. Like I've just always naturally been the type of person to not really more so focus on like problems, but more so like myself, like what can I improve in myself? What can I do to get myself out of the situation? You know, not really play like the victim role, even if it may be a situation to where it's unfair or anything like that. I just really try to dig into what can I do? Like some things you don't have control over, but what can I do to make it just a little bit easier? So with self-reflection, I um, was like requiring whoever's journaling 
to look into the areas that's not right with them, like the way that they feel about themselves, you know, because a lot of us as moms, sometimes I think we don't even realize how, like, how much we, I don't know, like talk down to ourselves, you know, and I know it's, it's power in tones, you know, um, or how, how bad we feel like, or we're not doing a good job or anything like that. So I feel like I just really wanted the mom to really get it out. You know, there's even a part in there where I say like, write a letter to your old self, forgiving yourself, like letting yourself know, like, it's okay. This happened, that happened, but then forgive yourself, like let it go. Because we also too hold on to what we could have done or what we could be, or, cause I, I had that personal experience myself, you know, where when I became a young mom, I felt like, oh my God, it's so much more things that I could have done in my life. Once you get past that part, I feel like there's a new door that opens, but it cannot open until you actually look inside, look in the mirror, face who you are, face the areas that you can improve. Um, and then the journey becomes much easier, in my opinion. Girl, <laughs> I do this thing on Fridays where I do like self-reflection Friday uh -huh. or reflection Friday. And it's um, like at the end of the week and, and the whole thought process behind it was like, let me reflect on the week because we're so busy yeah. doing so much stuff. Yeah. We, you know, weeks, days, they just pass by. And I love what you were saying about um, just really needing to be able to do that and breaking. I, I love the way that you break it down because you have a lot of self-reflections mm -hmm. in every section. Yeah, right? <laughs> because it's so it's important to be. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm just going to list a couple of the sections in the book. You have a section on relationships, mm -hmm. a section on gratitude, a section on forgiving yourself. Yeah. And so when you start to like break them down in those sections and then you reflect on those things, yeah. That is, I feel like that's so powerful. Yeah. And another thing too, what I believe is too, sometimes we don't give ourselves like enough props for being the women that we are. We kind of forget, like we, we do everything, we accomplish everything. And then we're on to the next thing because everything in our life as a mom is so busy. So that's a part of self-reflection too. Like just taking the time to list, okay, I killed it today. Like there's one section where I'm writing down each, each day, like, what did you do today that, you know, you feel good about, you know, just taking that time to do that. And then also to it kind of like itemize it. So then later on down the line, you can look back at that, like, okay, I got through this part, or this was something that I was struggling with. And I actually got through it. But I feel like when it's, I love free writing for sure. But I feel like when you're free writing, it's not really organized, you know, you, you can't really see like your improvement, you know, once you are like self-reflecting. It can almost be like venting. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, like, but like, where's the solution? And right. I'm a very, like, very solution minded person. Like, anybody can tell me any problem. Okay, that's good. What are we gonna do about it? <laughs> right. Like, where's, you the, know? where's the introspection? Because I'm, yep. I'm telling you like what happened, but where am I examining, like, maybe what role I played, or yeah. how I could do it better, or how I'm going to respond different? Yeah. You know, or yep. like, how I could set myself up not to experience that again. <laughs> Mm -hmm. exactly and it's nothing it's absolutely nothing wrong with venting because we need the vent too I was a oh, yeah. victim of that. I still struggle with that like not bend to others like when I'm having a rough day or anything like that um so it's nothing wrong with that that's why I give them like if you notice on one page I'm letting you vent about it but then on the next page I'm asking you what, what what's the plan what are we going to do about it I definitely love that it's a progression like we move like one part you were talking about like struggling areas and like self-doubt 
and then moving in another part identifying stress like it's just just starting to help you really know yourself and I think a lot of us don't know ourselves like we've just been conforming to whatever roles we um, have had to play and the way that other people have um have told us that we should play it or told us how we should be and not really checking in with ourselves and so I, I think that this is such a powerful tool, like you said, to, to help people move forward, to help people yeah. progress in life. And then you have self-care is not optional, it's necessary. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, I love that point. I, I want to ask you, so for your moms that are like super busy and like this is new to them, maybe they've mm-hmm. just been free writing and not guided journaling. Uh-huh. Um, how do you suggest for them to like slow down to actually do the journal? Yeah. Um, what I noticed that works for me, if they can, um, before the kids get up in the morning, I noticed that when I do do things like that in the morning, as opposed to the evening or throughout the day, it kind of centers my day. So say for instance, if I get up before my kids, even if it's just 15 minutes a day, Um, I'm automatically in a better mood. So I feel like I'm able to take on a day more. And then also too, like it it happens over time. Like, so even if you're journaling for five minutes, like five minutes is a long time when it comes to journaling and it will remove so much stress just by those five minutes. And then the kids are still asleep, but then it also like helps you like release, you know, for the day. So then when you start your day, you're already like in a positive spirit. It's the same thing as like, listening to your favorite music in the morning or something like that, just doing something for you. And I know that a lot of moms don't have time, but at the same time, like we're, we're in a pandemic right now. Right. And it's, it already was hard on mothers, but now we're homeschooling. We're uh, working from home. Everything is just crazy right now for moms. Moms are leaving a job for us. Like it's crazy. You have to make time for yourself because if you don't, you know, like, I feel like you you start running into burnout, you start running into self-doubt, you know, anxiety is so many different things that can happen and so many different ways that it can be prevented just by taking a little bit of time for yourself. And it, it, some moms think that it's selfish, but you're going to be the better version of yourself for your kids if you just take a few minutes for yourself. Yeah, I was just listening to Elisa Nichols um, video and she was saying that like, it's okay. Like the best gift you can give anyone else is to take care of you. And and sometimes you feel like, well, I can't leave them or I can't do this. And am I leaving them behind? And it's like, you can always go get them. But if you're not good, how can you bring them along? Exactly. That just reminded me of that. Now I see that your subtitle is Mm -hmm. um, to help moms create balance between motherhood and womanhood. Yeah. I think that that is so important because especially with us that had kids younger. Yeah. We didn't get a chance to like really live life. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like everything's about taking care of this person or everything's yeah. about doing for this child and you just get into work mm-hmm. mode and you're just like, all right, what we got to do next? Who's got to do what? Where you got to go? Where you got to be? And you miss like that whole what well, I did miss that whole like becoming you know as yeah. Obama would say yeah and so my idol <laughs> yes everybody okay <laughs> I love even her. though we are still becoming but we miss mm-hmm. um some sometimes and so you were saying that 
you want to help moms realize or help them achieve the their identity outside of motherhood yeah so how do you help them do that yeah um I think that that comes from number one making time for themselves and then number two uh reshaping like their their mind frame so like implementing positive thinking habits I I feel like positive thinking habits is so crucial um that the other things won't work unless you're actually thinking positive. Um, if you feel like you can't do something or you feel like this is the situation is always going to be like that, I feel like it, it's going to stay like that. And I know that firsthand just from, you know, my experience, like I was a single mom um, and I had a very, very hard time, you know, with my son. But at the same time, like I had other friends that was going through the same situation, but um, I feel like the difference between my situation is that I learned early on, like, I'm not going to waste time thinking about what the other parent isn't doing, focusing my attention on that when I can be focusing my attention on taking care of my child and still being the best person that I can be. And then um, proving people wrong, you know, people that say that, yeah, your life ends after you have a child, you know, just getting that stigma out of the way, because that's, that's a problem too. society kind of like, paints it for mothers they don't I don't feel like they do it so much for fathers like fathers can have children have their career and it's not like they don't go through the same things that we go through like even if you're going for a promotion you know it's sad to say that some companies will say you know what I'd rather give it to this person because they don't have kids they can work longer hours so um for me it's always been about proving that my kids are not like a problem like that's that's a bonus for me, right? I can still be the exact same person. I can still accomplish the exact same, same goals. I can climb the corporate ladder, buy a house, you know, like do whatever the heck I want to do, even though I have kids. It's just a bonus for me, you know? And um, that came from just positive thinking. So I feel like that is the first thing is just believing that and understanding that your kids are not a problem, you know, being a mother is not a problem. You can be a mother, but you can also do the things you want to do because at the end of the day, we're mothers, but we were women first, you know, and just understanding that. And once you get that through your mind, like, and not use motherhood as an excuse, you can do whatever you want. I love that. I love that. Mindset is like everything. Yes. <laughs> if, if you're going to move forward in business, if you're going to move mm -hmm. forward in life, if you just yeah. in general, your mindset, like it really does matter how you're thinking about things. It yep. really does because it starts with your thoughts and then it becomes like how you feel and then yep. it'll become how you show up. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I love that. That's so important. Mindset is key. Um, but so my kids, right? So I have five mm -hmm. kids and my kids are older. So I have one that's still like in elementary school. So now I feel like I'm coasting, right? Uh -huh. Because like going from five to one, it's like having none. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I feel like I'm at the space where I'm able to like live my best life, do a lot of yeah. things that I just honestly don't know that I would have been, have been able to do when my kids were younger and uh -huh. so I'm wondering what that balance I know people say balance people say mm -hmm. harmony I just you know or even if it's just like my makeup I don't know if I would be able to do what I'm doing now uh -huh. um, with them being that age and I feel like as I'm kind of asking you a question I'm feeling like i think I have an answer so I'll just share mine and then maybe <laughs> feel like, oh, okay <laughs> but I also think too where I've come 
to like feel about it is that, you know, I was doing a lot of things when they were younger uh-huh. and it was just the season. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think that sometimes we feel like, oh my gosh, I got to do all things. Like I got to yeah. be all women, all women, um, have my cape on and like fly away. And my kids are four and five. Right. right? Yeah. Um, but what I was doing at that time, like doing what I could with what I had mm-hmm. was what I could do. And now that I'm a little bit more freer, I kind of got it. I done been through four. So mm-hmm. this fifth one, you going to be okay. Like, yeah, Dylan <laughs> is not <laughs> if I didn't play that game with you today. And right. so, um, I feel like, you know, the seasons, like things happen in harmony, like things align and flow. What mm-hmm. are your, your thoughts about that? Like, as far as being able to find balance and someone who has like younger children and older children, yeah. what do you think about that? Um, well, for me, because even though, like I say balance, I feel like you'll never have a perfect balance, if that makes sense. So like, you can't always aim for balance. That's fine. Because balance for me may look totally different than what it looks like for you. So I don't feel like that is ever going to be like a perfect, just even out thing. But at the same time, I just feel like it's what works for you. So say for instance, if you do have smaller children, um, what I think is that sometimes women get caught up, especially like in self-care, for example, women get caught up in, oh, self-care means like I'm going to the spa every day or every weekend or something like that that's not necessarily what it means. So say for instance, if you have small children, your self-care or your win for today may be just putting the kids to bed an hour early and you indulging in just some Netflix. Or maybe if you have smaller kids that's always coming in the bathroom, you know, like locking them out for five minutes just to use the bathroom. I remember them days, I'm like, I'm not here. I'm not here. (laughs) But it is, I feel like that, it is um, able to be done. It's just about like implementing strategies. Like that's all life is. It's just implementing strategies. And then I also think that it comes down to uh, what we're, I guess, like putting into each other or our children. Because if you think about it, like I came from my mom who had five kids and I'm used to seeing my mom do everything for her kids and not really make a lot of time for herself. Right. Um, which my mom, I feel like was better than a lot of other moms like with that. But at the same time, like I'm going to show my daughter the same thing. You know, like my mom, my mom was a strong mom. She was working two jobs and doing the things she needed to do. Um, I do feel like she took care of herself though. So I, I feel like I get that from her, like where she was still, even if she's not going to the salon, she's painting her toenails. She's doing certain things for herself. So I learned to take care of myself in that way. But um, I feel like it's just something that needs to be put out more into society. So even if you have smaller children, if it's put out into society, like everybody's working together, like how we met on Clubhouse actually, right? That platform is amazing because now you're dealing with so many other people, the same thing with uh, Facebook mom groups, you're dealing with so many other people that sharing, okay, this is how I do it. You know what I'm saying? And learning from each other. The best thing is that we have some incredible technology right now. In the same way as we have Pinterest, you know, not to get off topic, but how we have Pinterest and we're able to share ideas. It's the same exact thing. Like we're sharing strategies. Okay, well, this is what works for me. I take out five, 10 minutes in a day for my kid, you know, for myself before my kids wake up or I make sure to put them to bed 20 minutes early so I can take me a little bubble bath. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, I don't think that it's about how many kids you have or if you're a single parent, trust me, I know that's hard for sure. I've been there, but at the same time, just starting with, starting small and doing what you can and just trying 
strategies. It might not work the first time or this strategy might not work. That strategy might, might not work, but something's going to stick. You're going to get your five minutes to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I think it goes back to the mindset of making it a priority. Yeah. And I was just even thinking like, even if you're taking your kids to the park and they're running around and you're just sitting reading on a book, the bench, yep, whatever. Breathing, girl, yes. <laughs> doing some meditation or something. Um, I love that. And I think, you know, comparison, I think is horrible. Can kill yeah. Us. Yes. 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 And and um just giving yourself grace. And we all have different goals, mm-hmm. right? We all have different ambitions. Yeah. That's what yeah. <laughs> ambitions we all have different ambitions we all have different things that we want to achieve and so our lives really don't have to look like the other person's life yeah and I think once we just come to the place where we accept that you know my story may not read like this and then then it's okay because it's not yeah you know and helping each other more helping each other more as moms too because I know that sometimes moms can be the main people that's guilting other moms, you know? So that's another part of it. I feel like coming together to share resources, um, share ideas, uh, even if it's, cause you have to strategize. That's, that's what it's about. I feel like it's strategy. If you want to work out, like going to a gym that has a kitty daycare, you know, for an extra $10 or something like that, just um, looking mm-hmm. into community resources. Like um, my parents, they used to put us in vacation Bible school uh, in the summertime. That was two weeks that, you know, we would go like we're going to school in the summer and they had their free time, you know, like just mm-hmm. just thinking outside the box, you know. Um, but I think that it definitely starts with your mind, because if you're thinking, yeah, I'll just never have time for myself. I, oh, that, that doesn't exist. Uh, balance doesn't exist for me. Then yeah, it's not going to exist. Because like I said, like with my situation, when I was a single mom, I've had friends that's like, no, well, no, because I'm a single mom, so it's just not going to work for me, you know, and I was like that in the beginning, then I was like, no, no, I need to do something different, like, this is not my life, okay, I'm going to determine what it's going to (laughs) be. I know some single moms that are awesome, okay, that self-care is on, yes, (laughs) that self-care is on the top of the priority list, and Mm -hmm. I love that we have, we're beginning to redirect, especially, like, post-COVID, well, yeah, in COVID, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to creep out. <laughs> yeah, that we was like everybody's like, well, wait a minute, we we really have to have some type of downtime. We really have to have some type of individual time. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah, that is awesome. So I want to shift a little bit and mm-hmm. um, talk about your journey to where you are now. You know, and and doing the coaching. I know you mm-hmm. mentioned that you were a single mom. And I think we had a conversation before we were talking yeah. about how we had our kids young and yeah. it kind of just like warped our perspective a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, how did, how did that experience kind of guide you to where you are right now and what you're doing? Okay. Yes. Yeah, so for me, I was a single mom. Um, I was a young mom. First of all, I was 17 when I had my son. And um, it didn't work out between me and his dad and he chose to leave me with the responsibility. (laughs) Um, So that was a shock, you know, and um, I ended up becoming a single mom like shortly after, maybe like a few months after my son was uh, born. So for me, there was a a, a few different things. Like number one, being a young mom was a lot for me because um, I came from a family of young moms. Like my mom was a young mom. She had me very young. My aunties, like everybody. And um, I always used to say to myself, like, you know, I, I can't do that. My mom would tell me not to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like to break the cycle, basically. And so 
as you can imagine, when I, you know, irresponsibly <laughs> got pregnant, I felt a lot of different emotions. Like I was ashamed, you know, I felt just messed up about the situation. I didn't enjoy my pregnancy at all because I felt so much guilt just about getting pregnant. I was in my senior year of high school. Um, it, it just was a horrible feeling. And I remember I was stressed out pretty much the whole pregnancy and I ended up having my son um, early. He came, pre came premature. And when I delivered him, he passed out. And um, I remember he was in intensive care probably for about two weeks. And I felt so bad because like still to this day, I don't even know why he became, why he came out premature and his lungs were like that. But cause I was so young, you know, I didn't ask a lot of questions, but I always thought like, especially at that time, like this happened because of me, because I was thinking so bad about this situation, you know, and I put this stress on him for this to happen. So I remember I was just praying to God. I just kept asking him. I said, if you pull my son out of this, I won't think like that anymore. Because that's where I thought, I thought God was punishing me, honestly. Mm -hmm. And um, he did. He always, he always ended a bargain. He pulled my son through like he always do. <laughs> and um, when he did, I never thought like that again. So I was determined to like just work hard, be there for my son. But then that's when, you know, his dad wasn't involved and stuff like that. So then I had to deal with being a single mom. So I had a lot of bitterness from that, like where I was upset about that situation. But I just, I quickly just, I don't, I don't, I can't even tell you, like, I don't know if it was just the fact of like, okay, my son technically could not even be here. You know what I'm saying? Because of what happened to him and God put him through. But I just really started looking at the situation, like, you know what, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to focus on myself if he is not doing the things that he needs to do, you know, that'll be something that him and God has to deal with, but I'm going to do what I need to do. And I'm going to be the best person that I can be for my son. And honestly, it also came down to me um, trying to prove others wrong too. You know what I'm saying? Because I felt kind of counted out that I had my son so young um, and just, you know, little comments that I would hear that people would say, and then also trying to prove to his dad, like, hey, we're going to be good regardless. So I kind of became like <laughs> a little bit obsessed with trying to prove <laughs> them wrong, where I was kind of overworking myself and yeah. doing all of these things. And then I ended up, um, that kind of helped me start making a balance too, because I was so determined to prove like, no, my life don't stop. Because a lot of people would say that like, yeah, you're pregnant now, you know, your life ends now and stuff. And I was believing that I'm a child at this point, you know, I'm a teenager and I had to um, drop out of school. That was my last year of school. I had to drop out of school because I didn't have a babysitter. I, I did end up going back, get my certificate. I ended up going back um, going to college, graduated with my son and the audience. Actually, that my college graduation was even better. So, um, but I could have, I could have just gave into that and just said, forget it, you know, but I didn't. And um, I was so determined to prove others wrong that that kind of started catching up with me because I was trying to prove like, hey, I can still do things I want to do, you know, even though I'm a mom. And then it kind of became a point where I started struggling with overworking, you know what I'm saying? Not making time mm -hmm. for myself to where I'm not even combing my hair, you know, just balling it up in the bun, <laughs> trying to get out, the to house. get out the house to get the work to make it, you know, and then, um, so that kind of helped me with this journey of trying to find a balance, like, okay, we get it, you've accomplished a lot of stuff, Chris, but it's time to also take care of you, because if you keep killing yourself like that, trying to prove a point to other people, or trying to be the super mom, what is it going to benefit your child? My, my son started acting out in school, you know, because of him not having like the correct attention and stuff like that. And um, I just realized like, yeah, as I say, I don't think it'll ever be a balance, but there needs to be some type of, 
balance. <laughs> you know? I love the story and I, I, I wanted you to share it because it like, you know, sometimes people think that because you become a mom, especially become one early, mm-hmm. um, that it counts you out, but it actually yeah. counts you in. And I know like, you know, it, it puts you in like a, a driver's seat or gave you some motivation that you yeah. previously didn't have. And I know for me, yeah. I was all over the place and it really slowed me down and mm-hmm. made me be like, all right, time to, time to settle down, you know, yeah. really find yourself in a predicament. And so I love, that's why I love to share the story because the things that, you know, people say are designed to break us or we think are designed mm-hmm. to break us aren't really there for that. And right. they add so much more. But I also love what you were talking about, like how we can just get so caught up in doing everything, being around in the hustle and the bustle and just running around, yeah. <laughs> doing all kinds of stuff. Don't even know why we're doing it. Yeah. And get like your guided journal or you get that, that, that guided type of journaling. It gets you to ask those questions. Yeah. Right. Like, to figure out like, well, why am I doing 550 days? Like, who is yeah. it for? Like, is it for me or is it for auntie or is it for like, yeah, who is this serving the kids really? Like, do mm-hmm. they even care? And <laughs> it causes you to like drill down and mm-hmm. really get to the core of like what is happening. And I think right. we just be so busy. We don't, I know we me, I didn't even have it. a clue. No, I'm just like, what? Yeah. What happened? And then one day you get like me about to hit 40 and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. (laughs) Is this it? Is this running around everywhere all the time? Uh Is that really it? So, (laughs) right. That's not a life to live. I'm telling you. And it's, it's just not, it's not healthy for your kids either because the kids notice it, you know, no matter how small they are. I remember a time when my son got upset at me because he wanted like some type of snack out the refrigerator and I told him no and he was probably about four years old and he said uh oh my god why don't you go back to work for a long day and I said what I mean I and I always tell him he's he's 14 now and I always tell him like you remember you said that he's like no (laughs) but it's something that will always stick with me you know what I'm saying and like I just felt so bad, like, wow, like, so that's what he think is just about work all the time. So I'm out here, like, trying to prove to myself, trying to prove to others. And my son is thinking, like, girl, you need to be home. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So Christian, what advice would you give a mom who is, um, because your book is called Ambitious with a Purpose. I guess before I ask you that question, what exactly does that mean? Like being ambitious with Mm -hmm. a purpose? Okay, so for ambitious, for me, that's always been a part of my character, just being super ambitious my whole life. And um, I feel like when I became a mother, I felt like I had to give that up. And um, I realized that a lot of mothers feel like that. They feel like they can't really do both. They can't go after the things they want and still be a mom. So the title is, you can be ambitious, but you have your purpose and your purpose is your children. To me, that makes it even sweeter. When you get the reward, it's even sweeter because you have someone, kids that you're doing it for, or you have your children looking up to you. But you know th- that's your purpose at the end of the day. Those are your children that you brought in the world, but you can still be the woman that you need to be and still be ambitious and do the things you want to do and accomplish. I, I like that. And then when I think of purpose, I also think of intentional yeah okay so like yeah you're, not, you're just not just running around 
just being yeah. about everything, but you're like super intentional about like where you want to go. And mm-hmm. like, even as you're doing this guided journal, you're super intentional about guiding the direction that you're taking yourself. Yeah. And i.e. your kids. <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're all coming with you, you know? So if you like taking yourself to burnout, guess where mm-hmm. they're going to? Yeah. You know, they're yeah. going to burn out with you. And Lord knows I've, I've um, read a lot of books and talked to a lot of people who've been there. Yeah. Um, and no one, no one wants to be there. It's like a, a crash that uh, you don't want to have. Yeah. But Christian, before we go, can you share with, I guess, a mom who's just, you know, feeling like, you know, I wish... I had some more direction or I wish I had some more intentionality or I just feel like everything is everywhere. I'm always um, being pulled on for something. I'm always giving something. I don't even really like know who I am anymore at this point. What piece of advice would you give them? Um, I would say the best advice that I can give is to go easy on yourself. Um, Because I know that as a mom in general, we are super, super hard on ourselves society is super hard on us and then also too with social media and trying to mimic what we see the so-called perfect mom doing that can be a lot um so I feel like taking the time to understand that your journey is your journey and even if it's baby steps the things that you need to do you know um you'll get them done but just kind of like like you said like giving yourself grace just understanding that Everybody started from somewhere. Nobody's journey is perfect. But in order to get to where you need to go, you need to start. I don't care how small it is, you have to start. And starting means starting with understanding that you're capable of having a life outside of motherhood and understanding that there's nothing wrong with it. So those are that's my main point right there. <laughs> I love that. Understanding that to get where you want to go you have to start like yes it's not gonna happen it's, it's not, not gonna, gonna happen just by die. wishing yep it's, it's not. Like, <laughs> and it gets I'm, easier I'm <laughs> and it gets easier trust me that's with anything you do though like it gets easier it's just doing it those first couple of times yeah yeah this has been such a good conversation and I will be definitely taking time to dive in I did start today I was like doing the part where um what is your struggle? What has been your struggle starting with the beginning of the week? And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I thank you so much for being on the podcast and coming on and just sharing of your, your knowledge and your insight um, concerning ways in which we can um, create a balance or an alignment, you know, with us as mothers and us as women and not forsaking yeah. either piece. You know what I mean? And so before we go, can you tell everyone how they can get in touch with you? Yeah, absolutely. So um, you you can go to my website. It is www.christianmoon.com. So it's my first and last name. You can also follow me on um, Instagram. It's Coach Christian Moon. I provide a lot of daily free tips and share my stories, my (laughs) struggles and my wins on there too, just for a little bit of inspiration. Um, I also have a Facebook group, which is Ambitious with a Purpose uh, Facebook group for moms too. And I'm going to be doing some giveaways there and really trying to build out a community of other moms that we can all be like a support system for each other. 
I absolutely love it. So guys, make sure that you check her out. You go to her Facebook, her Instagram, all those cool things and her website. Mm -hmm. um, Christian, thank you so much for joining us on Boss Ladies Connect. And um, I really, really enjoyed this conversation. Yes, I did too. Thank you so much for having me and for having this amazing platform for moms like me to listen and understand other struggles and know that there is light at the end of the tunnel. So thank you. <laughs> there is definitely light, y'all. There is light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs>did this episode speak to you in some kind of way? I would absolutely love to hear about it. Y'all know it does my heart good when you subscribe and you share this podcast with someone else that you know can absolutely benefit from it. Y'all, we are out here connecting, walking in our purpose and encouraging each other along the way. I love meeting with you every week and I'd love to stay further connected. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Tisha underscore talks and to visit my website, www.tishatalks.org. You'll find the podcast, you'll find other videos and you'll find other courses and classes and workshops, conferences, the list goes on and on to the things that we are currently doing so that we can further connect beyond this weekly podcast. So ladies, without further ado, I want you guys to walk fully in everything that you've been called to align your passion with your purpose and go out there and get everything that has your name on it. Talk to you later.